Hey community, this is Priscelles, your host for the Yes and Amen podcast. Here we have conversations, testimonies, and meditations. This is a Selah meditation episode. Selah means to stop and listen, preferably to God. So find a comfortable place and let's get started. Hey all, so today's episode, we're going to be meditating through some scripture that invites us to truly see God, notice God, and be present and satisfied with God in the everyday moments of our life, in what seemingly seems to be mundane. So let's start with some prayer. Father, we thank you that you are good. We thank you that you give us all that we need in our everyday moments of our lives. Help us live in the satisfaction of you, of your presence, of your power in our life. Holy Spirit, guide our time and let us notice you, your truth within the scripture. In Jesus' name, amen. So the first scripture we're going to get into is 1 Timothy 6, 6-10. So while you take a second to look for that, if you don't already have it, I would invite you to take a deep breath in and in your own pace and time, take a deep exhale out. And continue to be aware of your breath, not because we're trying to communicate and experience something supernatural through our breath, but by slowing down our breath and being very intentional with it, there's an invitation that we invite in the slowness of God, the slowness of being able to understand his scripture by way of the whispers that the Holy Spirit communicates to us. So 1 Timothy 6, 6-10 says, but godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into this world, and we cannot take anything out of the world. But if we have food and clothing, with these we will be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, into a snare, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs. I think if we read this scripture, probably one of the quicker thoughts is, wow, I don't want to necessarily be broke or without the things that I need that finances provide. But if we look at the heart of this message, this is Paul speaking to Timothy right and he's communicating a contentness not just in christ but in being godly that we would have great gain in being godly and through that we would experience a contentment because god himself would help us live in contentment now complacent and contentment are two different things and i think we can easily confuse them but this scripture invites us to see and know that if we have the essentials that we need in everyday life then contentment gets to be our portion and this doesn't mean we seek to have more we don't want to have more but that we should be very careful of the things that we desire to have more of and the heart behind them hebrews 13 5 says keep your life free from love of money and be content with what you have for he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. This scripture is quite interesting because it starts off one way and it ends a way that perhaps we wouldn't expect. It starts off by talking about money 
And then it moves into a direction of saying, because we would choose to be content, then we would know and understand the term and the words when Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So what does that mean for you, for your life? That because you know he will never leave you or forsake you, then you get to be content. Because if God never leaves your sight or your presence, that means he will be Jehovah Jireh, all you need at any given moment. And if he's saying that he won't forsake you, meaning he will not forget you, that when he sees that you have a need, he will be able to provide what exactly it is that you need to respond to that need, to that void. I think sometimes we feel that we are not content because we are missing things we want. And although there are things God gives us that we want, he will always give us the things that we need. 2 Corinthians 12, 9-10 says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Now I know most of us don't want to read the scripture and don't really want to accept it or notice it within the Bible. But when we look at it and really see the bigger picture of what Paul is communicating here, He's saying that your weakness is where God meets you. In your weakness, God will provide everything you need to be satisfied. Therefore, we do not need to strive, hustle, or grind to reach a certain place. And if we do, it would be out of our own merit, out of our own work and our own strength. And Jesus is inviting us to a different path, a different way because the world says work 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 have high top moments have mountaintop moments every single day all the time strive for that but that's not real life that is not a reality that's sustainable and that's not a reality that glorifies God or is good for us Philippians 4 11 to 12 says not that I am speaking of being in need for I have learned in whatever situation I am in to be content. I know how to be brought low and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. We see this ending scripture in lots of mugs and Christian t-shirts, but we misunderstand that it's not necessarily saying that we can do anything. I can't tomorrow become a football player because Christ's strength is in me. I can't next week graduate from something that I never studied to do because Christ strengthens me. What it is saying is that because we lack and because we are not enough and because our circumstances will sometimes be a struggle and difficult and because perhaps our sin will overtake us christ it is him 
and his strength that can help us do the things and get the things done that we have to do and get to do on a daily basis in order to be able to get out of the valley and move towards the mountaintop it's not because we can do all things through christ who strengthen us it's because christ is the one who helps us do the things that are necessary not all things that we want to do but all things that we need to do then finally matthew 5 6 says blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be satisfied if you get anything out of this meditation and if you need to hear it over and over again let this sink in that you are blessed if you hunger and thirst for righteousness righteousness is who god is it is the justice of god it is the love of god it is who god is so if you thirst and hunger for who god is his justice his provision then you shall be satisfied satisfied meaning you shall be grateful for what you have and although you may have desire for other things there is a deep contentment you would have in what god has already provided for you because as psalm 23 1 says the lord is your shepherd you shall not want and so i'm going to close this meditation with actually reading psalm 23 1 in six different bible verses and i would invite you to take which one sits with you the most they all pretty much say the same thing, but it's powerful how they're said differently in the six versions that we have here. So the first is ESV. It says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. NIV says, A Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. NLT says, The Lord is my shepherd, I have all that I need. AMSB says, the Lord is my shepherd, I will not be in need. And CEV says, you Lord are my shepherd, I will never be in need. So I'm going to close us out now in a prayer. Father, we thank you for every single need that you are fulfilling right now in our life. Thank you for being a promise keeper and for being Jehovah Jireh to us. Thank you for being Jehovah Jireh to the world by way of Jesus, by giving us what we needed, a savior, a king to save us from sin, to forgive us, to show us the way that we get to live our lives. Holy Spirit, I pray a deep satisfaction over every single person listening to this meditation, that they will be able to experience your satisfaction, your contentment in a way that they never have before, that their desires would bloom and flourish while they remain content and never complacent. Thank you for being our shepherd, our provider, the one who sees what we need and gives it in your divine timing. We trust you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. If you are looking to grow in this area of wanting to be more content and satisfied in Christ in your everyday life, in perhaps the mundane moments, there is a free resource on my website, wearefullcollective.com, that is called A Contentment Weekly Check-In. 
And what it does is it helps you look at your week and see God. Notice God's goodness in the week. Notice how God provided for you in the week because we can be very distracted with our everyday lives and all the things that we're going through. And perhaps we have gratitude lists and maybe honestly in the past that just has not worked for you. So hopefully this free resource that you can simply download as a PDF on our website and you can also get the direct link here in the show notes of this episode. I pray that meditation blessed you. Please be encouraged to know that you can do meditation on God's word anywhere at any time. It doesn't have to look or sound a specific way as long as we fix our eyes on Jesus. Join us for another conversation or meditation episode soon. And we invite you to rate, leave a review, or subscribe so this can reach and minister to even more people. May God's goodness and presence be with you.